0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pick and Play podcast. Today we're going to be breaking down the NBA's return, the triumphant return of the NBA in sports we're as back, we know baby. it. We are back. Leo, how are you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling good, man. The, the, the news has had me down lately, yep. but when Woj hit me with that tweet saying we're back, part of me came back together yep. a little bit. I said, all right, some normalcy, some normalcy.
0: And honestly, this is a great timing for it. Uh, the NBA is completely dominated by uh, African American athletes. Um, this will give only an additional, <laughs> uh, this will give only an additional uh, platform for them to speak out. Um, the awareness is going to be through the roof. Uh, Leo is joined uh, by his dog today. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I have a guest dog
0: in the house. Oh, uh, okay. I
1: apologize in advance because we're we're dog-sitting, so we got a little shit running around in here barking.
0: Nah, that's fine. That's fine. Everyone's got stuff happening right now, and dog-sitting's not the worst. I mean, you already have a dog, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a, a border collie, and we're dog-sitting for a little Yorkie, so it's a little challenging.
0: Oh, a little Yorkie. Jeez, okay. Um, They can be a little yippy, but, you know, um, I've never owned a dog. I have two cats. They... Are kind of annoying, but, um, you know, they're easy to deal with. We'll get a dog one day, but I digress. Let's go ahead and get into it. Break up the monotony of the day to day again. Um, we are going to be looking into NBA, the new format. Just for anyone who's not aware, the NBA has approved 22 teams to play in a mock season end and then a play in tournament if needed be to get into the playoffs and then finally a full playoff calendar. Uh, the regular season will extend for 16 days, with five to six games per day. This is going to be a just smattering. Your TV is going to have basketball on from sunup to sundown for 16 days. This is exciting, okay? This is this is this is huge. Uh, this is uh, big news for everyone who's been waiting on uh, sports. There will be f- uh, four hours between games on each individual court to accommodate overtimes, cleanups, and warmups. Uh, league will be using three courts uh, in the complex for these games Uh, in the eight uh, eight game regular season format each team is expected to play one back-to-back so there will be spacing Um, the NBA is expected to be aggressive in moving up the date to start the playoffs Uh, so this is going to come in hot heavy and fast initial thoughts
1: I'm just glad that the league is back that's my overarching thought with all of this uh, I was hoping that they could come back in a way that wouldn't really diminish the, you know, the quality of this championship. I know that those are just talking points and wh- whoever wins the championship is just going to be the champion. But I was worried that they would change the format to the point where, you know, we didn't even recognize it from the playoffs in, in past years, and which would kind of taint it a little bit. Yep. But I'm glad that they came up with, with something that works. I do think that they kind of wasted time a little bit by inviting, like, the Suns. The Suns aren't going to make the playoffs no matter what happens here. But regardless, I'm glad that they found a plan. I'm glad that they're back.
0: The NBA, from what I can tell, the NBA did one thing. They said, what if we invite the best teams and then we invite some of our young, talented teams? Uh, For instance, the Suns, uh, the Kings, um, and then you do have the the, the Trailblazers, which uh, are they were in the uh, Western Conference Finals last year, right? Um, so was it last year? Yeah, right. They went all the way up and got smashed. Um,
1: uh, uh, was it last year? or Was yeah, it the
0: year before? It, uh, it was. Was it the year before? Two years ago? Two years removed from that?
1: No, no, I don't even remember. Yeah, Poor I know. They, they do this every year where they make a run and then they just end up gone
0: they're they're kind of like the indiana pacers in my mind of the west um i like that actually they're very similar in like top end star skills they play team basketball they're gritty they get things done but then when you bring the big guns they're like we don't have that big gun and you're like well bad news we've got two big guns (laughs) And you're like okay well we lose um but I think this is exciting. Uh, the one thing that's really funny is the entire East was eliminated. Uh, they, uh, The Hornets, Bulls, Knicks, Pistons, Hawks, and Cavaliers all did not make this tournament. Um, on the Western side, only the Timberwolves and Warriors will not make it. Uh, very disappointing for the Warriors, which could have returned an actual perfectly healthy team, which would have been really funny. Uh, so they won't make it uh what are we let's let's start with the east um a couple things i think that are going to be interesting uh we've seen pictures of some of these athletes uh james harden being probably the most interesting to Bro, look
1: at he looks skinny as hell now
0: <laughs> and we're going to be starting very soon and we're going to have to be i mean we start when at the end of this month i think um no i think it's the end of july end of july so they've got two months to get themselves into playing shape. Everyone knows it's back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see those athletes that didn't. I, I would imagine that like LeBron James hasn't lost anything. But as we take a look at the East, we want to look at. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna first give you odds. We think of teams that we think could win this championship. Matchups we might be looking forward to. Uh, and is there a chance that the Washington Wizards? Can make no, the playoff. No, no. okay, no, so that, no, that's, not. <laughs> yeah. it to me it was very interesting. They even added the Wizards. I guess that's a, a punching bag for each team. They, you know, if they're if every team's gonna play each other, I guess in some form, uh, that fills out the East.
1: Yeah, uh, I look at it like this when it comes to the teams that they decided to invite. Uh, if you look at the the teams that didn't get invited in the East, we have the Hornets, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Pistons, the Hawks, the Cavs, right? Yep. There's no star power on any of those None teams. None of them. Yeah. At least with Washington, you have the possibility, and I know that the, the Wizards have already kind of said that they're not going to bring him back, but I think that they should. But if John Wall comes back and, and he's paired with Bradley Beal, there's some star power there. People want to watch that when you go to the west the teams that they included you know just happen to be teams that have Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum yep. uh, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, you know, and, and the rest of those boys uh, the Spurs, you know, Greg Popovich. We got Devin Booker, you know, we got De'Aaron Fox. Like they made sure that the people that they invited or the teams that they invited had young talent that people are going to want to watch. You know, if you don't have any young talent that we want to see, you didn't get the invite.
0: Yeah, no, and that's where it stands. I mean, just to give you an idea of what the Wizards would have to do, the Wizards are 24 wins, six ga- six wins behind the Orlando Magic. Um, there is some weird uh, – some teams have played more games than other teams, so there's some math that might have to go on there that will come down to winning percentage. But right. the Wizards are five and a half games out, essentially. They would have to we- – they'd have to go six and two, and the Magic would have to go two and six – for them to punch a ticket to the playoffs. Just doesn't seem super likely. Um, so we can eliminate the Wizards. They'll be there for fun. They're kind of like the fodder team. Uh, big questions for me about the East, in, in this order as I go down. I don't have any questions with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think I know exactly what I'll get there. I know exactly what I'll get out of the Raptors, team basketball. I know the Celtics will be ready to play. Um, the Heat are typically the most conditioned team in the N- NBA. Um, Jimmy Butler is getting to the free throw line like 10 times a game. It's a, it's a little underrated how much he's getting to the free throw line and causing havoc. I think they're going to be a problem. Uh, now we get into, for me, the question marks in the East. Uh, Indiana Pacers. Is Oladipo coming back? What you know? What's he going to look like?
1: Let me stop you there. Oladipo, actually right before the play had stopped, Oladipo had come back.
0: Right. And he okay. Wasn't,
1: you know, he wasn't 100, percent obviously, but the Pacers are the team that I wanted to stop you at because they're the team in the East that I think that you should pay a little extra attention to down this little stretch in the playoffs. They were the fifth seed at 39 and 26 when we stopped play, and Oladipo was just kind of working himself back into shape. I'm gonna make the assumption because Victor Oladipo looks like a smart and responsible guy. I'm going to make the assumption that his physical health has gone even further, they come closer to 100% yep. You know, with, with the time off. So I think that we need to watch the Pacers because they had themselves in the middle of the East without their best player. Now they have their best player back, and I'm assuming that he's probably going to be healthy. He still might not be 100%, but 90% Oladipo makes the Pacers a scary team in the East.
0: Yep, and the Pacers with 39 wins, the Miami Heat above them with 41, definitely catchable. It is tough to make up more than two three-game ground. Understand that if one of these teams go four and four, you have to go six and two to make up two games. If they go 50%, you need to win six and two, which means, you know, that's it. If the the Miami Heat win three games, or I'm sorry, four games, it would be really tough for the Pacers even to catch them, Uh, but that's where you could see some, a little bit of jostling they're also tied with the 76ers at 39 and 26 the 76ers the thing for me is this we should see a healthy Ben Simmons he was he was banged up when we went into the break but what shape are we gonna get Joel Embiid in
1: <laughs> that's a good question honestly I think that I have differing feelings when it comes to the rest and this will apply more once we get to the Western Conference but the Sixers are one of those teams that I think can both be hurt and helped by the rest for the reasons that you just said Like Ben Simmons has now had a couple months to recover from his back injury I don't know if they've said that he's going to be back or if he's healthy, I, I'm not sure but uh, if he's healthy, then that's great then the rest help the Sixers but I don't know how much that helps them when it comes to Embiid like, sure, they should have 100% healthy Embiid, which is great. That's what you want. But what has Embiid been doing these last couple months? Right. <laughs> you know he's not known for coming in with a six-pack and, you know, and, and being in the tip-top shape.
0: He could be looking like the opposite of Harden. Eating too be, he well. He could
1: come in at 300-some pounds. Honestly. Yeah,
0: he could. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be hard for him to put that on in a frame locked down. Um, So it's going to be interesting where the 76ers are already 76ers being the sixth seed and having teams like the Heat and the Raptors above them is kind of pathetic going into this just from a talent perspective. Um, So that's where they're sitting. Uh, You know, we'll we'll see what shape Joel Embiid's in, but that's what it's going to come back to. Now we turn the page to two teams that are also tied. So this is where the bracket kind of shifts off. Um, one through six, while they're not locked into their positions, there is no physical way for any of those one through six teams to get eliminated um, and not make the playoffs. They all have nine more wins than the Nets who sit in the seventh seed. The Nets, to me, are the team to watch that could come out of this break and go 0-8. I firmly believe that.
1: Yeah, no, I could see that. I've I've been seeing that Kyrie's one hundred percent healthy now, and one hundred percent healthy Kyrie, I would like to see in the playoffs. You know, so I really hope that the the Nets don't go zero and eight and end up letting the Wizards into the playoffs. I wouldn't like to see that, but
0: yeah, <laughs> but uh, w-
1: Kyrie's one of those players that I do want to see in the playoffs. So I really hope that they that he gets back and that they do their thing once play resumes.
0: Again, if the so my big thing is is what your team is your. So, in this shortened eight-game season, I think a lot of it's going to come down to uh, your team chemistry. How well can you put all the pieces back together and get out there? Um, <laughs> Do you
1: hate Kyrie when it comes
0: I to chemistry. I hate so. Kyrie. So, I hate this scenario. I hate those whole scenarios. They said Kevin Durant's not going to play, which we, we know that. They fired their coach right before we kind of moved into this. So. You've got a coach that's moved into a situation that doesn't really know what's going on. You immediately go on lockdown. Now you're going to have to come back and corral everyone for an eight-game schedule. That's going to be fast. Now, the just some perspective, the Nets have six more wins than the Wizards. So even if they go 0-8, the Wizards have to go 6-2 and just to jump them. I don't see that. which
1: isn't going to happen. So the Wizards probably aren't even worth more conversation than what we've done already.
0: Correct. So we're looking at the Nets and the Magic here. Uh, These two teams for me are cannon fodder, meaning whoever they end up having to play against in the first round, I'm going to be betting hard against them. I see no way for either of these teams to make it out of the first round of the playoffs. I also see teams uh like the heat like the celtics and the bucks i believe those three teams and like you said maybe the pacers could come into this scenario and just be on fire a different playing field so um,
1: let me ask you this with knowing that you have eight games left knowing that home court advantage will not be a thing for these playoffs if you're the bucks do you even send Giannis out there for those eight games because in the worst case scenario the raptors go 8 and 0 and in that case you would have had to lose every game to lose the first seed. So would you even send Giannis out there? Yeah, I think I, I would just I mean, let Giannis sit maybe I, play the last game before.
0: I need to get him game reps. Like one of the big things is 40 minutes of rest. Like I, is right now would it be crazy if I said LeBron James is going to come back play most of these 8 game play 8 game series but in the playoffs, he's, because look, he, he missed 30 games, 20 games. He had 20 games of rest he got. Could LeBron James play, uh, you know, what we saw from the Jordan doc, play a full game? And I think that's what you want to get Giannis ready for. Hey, look, let's not, when Giannis is all off the, you know, off the court, the Bucks are a different team. Is Giannis in the right shape to go, hey, look, man, you got 20-game break here. Uh We're going to. We're going to push you a full game and just have you beat the, the physical hell out of all these players. I think you need to get him make sure he's back in game shape, uh, up to snuff, and that he can be the hammer. Once you see him be the hammer again, I think you turn it off and you wait for the playoffs and you run him full thing. I think the playoffs could look weird because I think six-man rotations, seven-man rotations is as far as it's going to go. And I think teams that don't have that front-end talent are going to struggle. Teams that do have that front end talent, though, I believe are going to run through this playoff. Just you don't lose your talent, okay? You can lose your you can lose your endurance, you can lose your uh, your physical stamina, but you can't lose your talent, okay? You know, so I look at it and go, and these top end teams should get themselves back healthy and then ready to just fucking maul. So we're
1: gonna have to re. Uh... Reassess this this topic when we get to the Lakers and when we get to the Western Conference yep. because I do have some things to say about rest when it comes to the top of the West. Uh, when it comes to Giannis, I I kind of agree with you. Uh, I think you need to go out there, let him shake off some rust, and as soon as you see that he's got it, you get him out of there. You bench him. Um, my opinion on that same topic is going to be different when we get to some other teams. But with Giannis, he's young. You know, let him get those spring back in the legs. You know, let them get warm and then sit them down.
0: Yep. The thing that the Eastern Conference has that the West doesn't have is youth. Uh, the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics are all revolving around youth. The 76ers as well. Um, yeah, none of
1: the teams in the East that are in the playoffs are really old teams. I would say.
0: No, the only ones that have some wear and tear on them, uh, you have a little Maybe bit with, Miami. You have a little bit with the Heat and, my, and the Pacers. Right. Besides that, you're mainly looking at young teams. Uh, let's real quick break down any potential—is um, there any money in the eastern side? So the Milwaukee Bucks, you can get at two and a, basically 2.5 to 1. It's 2.6 to 1. Um, I don't see any value in there uh, at 2.5. I'd, I'd much rather bet them to just win every series. You'll make more money betting them to win every series than them to win the whole thing. Uh, if you look at it as a kind of turn by turn, they're probably going to be like minus 250 to win their first series, which will be free money. Then they'll get into the second series and you'll you'll probably be around, they'll probably end up playing um, in the second series someone either Indi- uh, Indiana or the 76ers. that's going to be a good matchup for them. Uh, so you know, for me when I'm looking at it, I go 260 doesn't make a lot of sense to so the bucks. Um, there is some, I think there's some meat on the bone. If you want to go, look, if you feel some way about the Celtics, which are a really good, deep team, they're 16 to one right now. The 76ers are 20 to one. I would never put the money on the 76ers, but the Celtics are 16 to one. I think there's some good odds in there. The heat are 40 to one. I think that's blatantly disrespectful. Uh, so if you're looking
1: yeah I, I want to be clear in the fact before I even say this I want to be clear in the fact that I have the Bucks going to the finals okay uh, but the Celtics I I could see a world where the Celtics they scrap and claw their way into an NBA Finals I could see that yeah I, I, I have the bucks being head and shoulders above the rest of the conference but if if someone came in a time machine from a couple months in the future and they said hey the final is you know Celtics Clippers I'm not shocked
0: right. And that's where I go, you need to look for some value. Uh, and the value would be in the Celtics at 16 to 1. There's only going to be 18 teams in the playoff, uh, 16 teams in the playoff, and, and you're basically getting even odds to pick them. So I, I, I looked them a little bit. I just don't think that they're – part of my problem with all this is I don't see anyone beating the teams in the West. So –
1: Right. I pretty much have the West winning the championship regardless. But one quick nugget about the Sixers, if they stay in their current position in the sixth seed, even if they come up one to the fifth seed, uh, it looks like the highest they could realistically come up to is the fourth seed. Um, But they were really bad on the road this year. Really bad on the road. And I don't know if it'll have the same effect because we won't have fans, they're going to be playing in a neutral location. But to me, it suggests that when they're not in Philadelphia, they suck. They were 10 and 24 this year on the road and they, you know, they won't be at home for this. So I'm kind of interested to see what Philly does. I wouldn't put not a dollar on them though.
0: And that's honestly, that's, I feel the same way. I think there's too many question marks with these teams in the East. And, and, When you come to the teams in the West, you're going to get the vets that are more ready for this, and let's make that transition now. Uh, The the bottom half of the West, which was allowed into this playoff, uh, this playoff soup, we'll call it, tons of talent, not a whole lot of, uh, um, uh, I would say, not a lot of chance of any of them overtaking. Uh, and moving up at least in the seventh seed. The eighth seed is up for grabs. We've got the, and let's start at the bottom here. We've got the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Now, the Suns are six games behind the Grizzlies right now. Basically mathematically eliminated. Almost in the same spot the Wizards are. Right, this if is, the
1: Grizzlies win two, they're out of here. They're
0: out. Um, the Spurs need to win Seven at a minimum to get in. Uh, The Kings need to win six at a minimum to get in. Uh, Really, realistically, that's if the the Grizzlies go four and four is what I'm saying. Um, So do you see any of these teams making a push to overtake the Grizzlies? I could see
1: it. And I, I could see it more from Portland than I could see from anyone else because they have Dame Lillard they have CJ McCollum They've been they've made deep runs into the playoffs. They've played big series, you know They're, they're battle-tested even though they haven't gotten it done uh, when it matters most They're they're battle-tested so in an eight game It's essentially an eight-game tournament to see if they can catch up to the Grizzlies uh, Dame says he's ready to go so I I if there's a team that I think is going to challenge them, it's going to be the Trailblazers. But also keep in mind that it's not – they don't need to necessarily catch them. What is it if they're within a game or is it two games, then they're going to have a, a playoff? A play-in,
0: or- yeah. They're going to have a little a play-in game, uh, which you could see a little round robin of like four teams all bundled together. And I guess that's fun. That, that would be great and exciting. That's your best case though, right? If you, if you can somehow claw into that <laughs> – <laughs> you know, uh, it just just right now, let's say uh, uh, in a perfect world, all these teams end up with 30, let's see, how many could get to 36 wins? Um, The Suns can't, so they're out. The Spurs uh, everyone can't. everyone but
1: the Suns, I think. Oh, no, uh, the, Spurs the Suns can't. and Spurs couldn't. So you, Sacramento, New Orleans, and Portland could all get
0: that. You could get a four-game fuckery where it's the Kings, Pelicans, Blazers, and Grizzlies playing in this, like, uh, gelatinous goo of who gets to be eliminated by the hands of the Lakers which which would would be
1: a lot of fun
0: yeah that plan would be incredible what if they do the play and it's the Pelicans and we get Pelicans Lakers first round I think that's the dream matchup right (laughs)
1: honestly as a Laker fan I do not want any parts of the Pelicans sneaking up into that eighth seed because I don't know what playoff Zion looks like but I'm not trying to find out against my own you know my own rooting interest
0: (laughs) yeah uh, my biggest thing about that would be they have a lot of young, fresh legs and revenge would be on a lot of their minds. Uh Correct. but it LeBron, Zion will be an otherworldly talent. Uh LeBron James is a otherworldly talent. So is Anthony Davis and I just think LeBron, the hammer of LeBron, will strike that eight seed straight into a four hole. It'll they'll Correct. they will be whack a mold into oblivion. Um, Let me
1: be clear. If the first round is is Los Angeles, well, the Lakers, the Lakers versus the Pelicans, I have the Lakers winning in four or five, but I think it's going to be a tough four or five. I do think that they could slap the Grizzlies around in in four or five. You know, it's just a, how much energy is it going to take you to get out of that series?
0: Here's my, now let's shift up. We have the Mavericks at seven. I don't think that changes them in the... OKC, Houston, and the Mavericks, all tied at 40 wins. Now, the interesting is the Mavericks have played three more games than the Rockets and the Thunder. So their winning percentage is significantly less. Wins for them will mean significantly less because this will probably end up breaking down not by wins but by uh, uh, percentage. Do you think, out of those three teams the thunder the rockets and the mavericks can any of them jump up and overtake the nuggets for the three seed
1: Mm. could they maybe will they probably not if if i'm gonna give any team the best odds to jump up into the three seed it's gonna be the houston rockets um what time it is with Harden and and Westbrook Uh, for all the detractors of James Harden we know what happens when he gets to the playoffs we know but I I think that in this kind of scenario you could easily see Harden and Westbrook get high and and go a quick six and two or a quick you know a quick seven and one and, and end up shooting up the standings but to be honest I hope that that doesn't happen Because the way that all the series are set up right now is exactly how I would want to see them play out. Just for a fan entertainment sake, right now we'd get Lakers, Grizzlies, uh, Clippers, Mavs, Nuggets, Rockets, and then Jazz, Thunder. Those would be our first round matchups. That sounds great to me. So honestly, I'm hoping that nobody really does too much moving around. But if a team is going to catch the Nuggets, I have the Rockets being that team.
0: I'm going to go with a hot take. the The Oklahoma City Thunder will be the third seed, and Ooh. they and they will play the Houston Rockets in round one. Damn, we are All going right. to get Chris Paul playing again. Look, Chris Paul is a man of focus and intensity, and when he that's sees, when he looks at this eight games, and he goes, "Well, if we go seven and one, and look, that's a team team. Oklahoma City is a team team. They are built." They are the resolute. They are strong up and down the board. They lack that top end iron, you know, uh, laser cannon that the Clippers, uh, the, the Clippers and the Lakers have. But when you get down to it, I'll take Chris Paul's leadership on that team. Give me the storyline. The Oklahoma City Thunder finished with forty seven wins. They jump ahead of the Nuggets, who show up out of shape and discombobulated. And they jump, but we know that the the Joker is, have you seen a picture of him recently? There's a picture that leaked online. He He looked, well, he just looked, uh, he looked like he's been doing nothing but drink beer.
1: Oh, oh, you know that that's probably what he's actually been doing. (laughs)
0: Right. I just don't know if even two months is going to get him in that shape. I'm pretty sure that Chris Paul has only one thing on his mind, and that's trying to win a ring. So I think that this Thunder team, which has people like uh, Adams and and is going to be and uh, uh, who's the guy uh, with the hair? Shit, uh, Shea Gilchrist. Shea Gilchrist. No, the um, he's got that uh, spot that he I don't know. Oh, if he highlights oh Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. They, they've got some. They've got some dogs, and I think they're going to be ready to get in there and get after it. Um, and I can see them jumping up, going seven and one in this little playoff, jumping up to the third steed. Uh, the Denver Nuggets stug- struggle and go three and six so they end up with 43 and the Oklahoma City Thunder can jump up in that column and and take that third seed to give us uh, Houston versus OKC in the first round of playoffs that's what we deserve as people who have waited that is what we deserve we deserve to get that matchup in the first round we deserve to get Lakers versus Pelicans we deserve to get. OKC vs. Houston. Relax. We this don't is, need Lakers Pelicans. This is what we this is what we've earned. We have earned this. I, I demand juicy matchups that are not good for both fans. I deserve this. <laughs> I, I I've earned it. Um but I don't really see so hold on. Go tell ahead. me
1: what you think. We talked about rest and its effect on the Eastern Conference. What do you think about that with the Western Conference? Because from my perspective Uh, If you look at LeBron James, let's just look at the top two seeds. We got the both L.A. teams. We got the Lakers and the Clippers, both of which have stars that have a history of being dinged up, except LeBron. So you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You got Kawhi Leonard. You got Paul George. I feel like these couple months that they've had to sit around and relax is going to pay Wonders for you know for these two teams because you you see with Kawhi he's constantly banged up he's constantly yep. sitting out for load management he's constantly you know you see him on the bench with the super ice pack electronic on his knee, um, so you know Paul George was already banged up in the middle of the season when we stopped so I, I think that this rest is going to help them a lot those two teams uh, when it comes to the eight game stretch. If I'm the Lakers, I have six games in the lost column over the Clippers. Yeah, uh, I'm winning these two games, and I'm sitting LeBron the rest of the time. I know what I have in LeBron. I know LeBron's going to come ready. Uh, I'm not worried about LeBron coming in rusty. Um, same thing with AD. As soon as they clinch that number one seed, sit everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see them again. And the Clippers should do the same thing. The Clippers will do the Kawhi same thing. And Paul George. The problem with the Clippers is that they don't have as much leeway to just mess around. You know, if they lose a few games here in this eight-game play-in, they could end up in the sixth seed. Yes. So the Clippers don't have as much room to be sitting Kawhi and PG, but if I'm the Lakers, man, as soon as I win two games, you're not seeing LeBron and AD again until the first round. What do
0: you think, though? I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think that the one team that can afford some rest is the Lakers, still, because I believe LeBron James kept himself in perfect shape, and I believe that he made sure the rest of his team did too. I do not believe the whole everyone's been isolating. I, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically guess. I'm a Raven fan. I've been following Lamar Jackson all off season. That motherfucker has been throwing to people in Florida the whole year. I've I've seen it too. (laughs) It got big like two weeks ago because he called all the other Ravens that are skill positions to come down and join him. So the backup quarterback, uh, Trace McSorley, came down. uh, other, Other wide receivers all came down too. But he's been throwing to Marquise Brown and a whole bunch of other people all year long. They said, you're quarantined. He went, cute. Okay, so that's what they do. Okay, these athletes... I LeBron that, did the exact same thing. Exact same fucking thing. If you don't think he called AD every day and said, AD, you got to come to my house and we're going to play basketball. I got a full court. Or we're going to meet here we're going to play. We're going to full court. If you don't think they did that, then you're a fool. Because there's no way LeBron looked at this and went, well, I guess I got two months off. No. No, he no, went, no 100%. He, he watched one episode of the Jordan Doc and said, never again. <laughs> and he went on a warpath. Uh, look... I think that Jordan Knox is going to fire the shit out of LeBron. I think these, these reminders are good reminders to people about what it takes to be a champion. Uh, as, as Jordan said, you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. But you've got to play that way to win. You don't win without that. Look, I mean, just take a microcosm of that era. It was two Titans in the Lakers and Celtics. Then the meanest team in the history of the NBA, the Detroit Pistons, come along. You know, when you're talking about you don't want to play that way, don't play that way, that team was willing to die to beat you. And then and, and then eventually they got beat by the meanest person but, we've ever seen in the league. And I think that we need that. We need that competitive fire. I don't well, you. Fuck these people. You know, Jordan showed it. You can go play golf with them and then want to end their career on Sunday. You can. Not Sunday. Any day. That's what you need to do. That's what I see out of the Lakers. The Lakers right now, for some, some money, are plus 240. So the Lakers, Bucks, and Clippers are 240, 260, 320. I, the only odds I see that there are any good are the Clippers going 3-1. to one. Uh, But I don't like any of that. Um, there Really, I'll tell you this. I, I don't think that there's any money in any of these teams making a finals because the Lakers, the Bucks, the Clippers are probably going to be the three. The only one I see that you could put some money in is on the Celtics. There's just not enough meat on that bone. But I don't see see anyone dethroning the Lakers. I don't see them losing in the playoffs, okay? This rest while you go, yeah, it's great that Kawhi and um, uh, Paul George can get healthy. The problem is now you're going to say, okay, you get two months to get in shape, and then we're going to do an eight-game blitz, okay? And then we're going to get right into the playoffs. And these playoffs, like they said, these playoffs will not have uh, a bunch of rest in between. These are going to be hot shot games. Yeah, I
1: mean, you're not traveling, so I, the rest, yeah, I feel like that's unnecessary.
0: No, you, you're not traveling. There's not going to be rest. They said the finals are going to play one night off in between. They're going fi- to – or no nights off in between. They're just going to fire that thing straight in. Your playoff series are going to go game, you know, it g- could be game, 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 game. You know, like there's going to be right. – it's going to be a, a hot thing. And I think that I, – I just – I think that the rest did them good. But I don't know if it'll stave off a full round of the playoffs. The Lakers and Clippers will see each other once, and that's at the end of this road. So it's not about how they come in healthy. It's can they then hold up for, you know, how many games is it going to be? At least 20 games before they see each other for real. Can you hold up for 20 games? We, We know one thing. The answer to that question has been no. They cannot hold up for 20 games. They didn't last year. They didn't this year. So my real concern is the Lakers, who show themselves as healthy, are going to get healthier. The Clippers are going to get healthy, but are they going to revert right back to being banged up? If we do back-to-backs all the time for these games in the playoffs, I don't know what we get out of the Clippers. Um, yes, yeah,
1: you got a good point. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, who do you have as... Hold on, I'm looking at the standings right now. So who do you have as your conference final as of today, and who do you have as the finals and who do you have as a winner i want your predictions for the end of the playoffs
0: the the nba title will be the celtics against the lakers in a uh this i believe this is one of those like you look back on it and you go of course You know, the NBA has all these problems, has rating problems, yada, yada, yada. You get this blitz. It's going to have incredible viewership. It's going to ride through the end. And what are we going to get out of it? We're going to get the two most historic NBA franchises in the weirdest NBA year teeing off against each other in a battle of wills. And the Lakers will win in five.
1: I like that. I like that
0: a lot. That's right. Um, that's uh, that. That that to me is the storybook. I uh, you know when we write about the NBA season, that's how it's going to end. And I I don't know. There's there's poetry in sports, and I believe this is that poem.
1: Right. Right. Okay. I like that. Actually, I would like to see that. I would enjoy that a lot. What do you got? Um, for me, I think the Bucks. They just they're too good this year. The Bucks are yep. too good this year. I, I could see them running through the East. That being said, whoever makes it out of the West, I have them winning the championship. Uh, if it's Kawhi and Paul George, I don't know if I see Giannis getting past that. If it's LeBron and AD, I definitely don't see Giannis making it past that. I think the Bucks' path to win a championship is somehow LeBron and AD and Kawhi and, and PG just don't make it. You know, If, if we somehow get a crazy finals like Bucks rockets then I no. could see Giannis taking home the W, but uh, I think it's going to be Lakers-Clippers in the conference finals. Yeah, I think that LeBron makes it out of that series. LeBron ends up with his fourth championship. Uh, people will try to discredit it because of the circumstances, but I do think that at the end of this weird playoff, you're going to see LeBron and AD holding up some, some trophies, and you're going to have a lot of people angry about it.
0: For everything that's happened in L.A. this year, that's the storybook ending. Sports provide us heartbreak and storybook endings. Which are we going to get? I believe that we're due for some heartwarming stories. And I believe LeBron getting his third ring on a third team is where this season will end. I think it will end in dominating fashion. I believe he's going to come out with some new moves. I think he's going to be working on some things. His post game is already incredible. And I don't see anybody who's going to be able to stop him when you get to those fi- that final stretch when he's in the post. And my problem with the Bucs and why I've got the Celtics over is I believe in these short-change scenarios, it's all about coaching and teamwork, cohesiveness. And I really think the Celtics are cohesive. I really love what I see. And I think Brad Stevens is an incredible coach. Nothing against the Bucs. Um, I just feel like when this moment turns up a level, we're going to see the Celtics and the Lakers, the two storybook franchises, the NBA ride their way into the finals, resulting in one of the most watched finals in the last 20 years. That's my storybook ending.
1: See, my only issue with the whole Celtics over the Bucks thing is that we saw that series a year ago yep, and Milwaukee slapped the shit out of Boston. Um, but, but a lot of Boston's strategy was to try and get Al Horford to contain Giannis, yep. and uh, it had average success. I don't think he was a huge roadblock for Giannis, but he, he definitely made a difference. Now they don't have that. So I, I don't see them having the size to be able to beat the Bucks. but just as a unit, they are a better team than last year. So I, I can see the argument for it.
0: Uh, and, and, and here's another thing uh, so part of me is sitting on a really weird hill because I have the Clippers at 13 to 1 to win the title uh, so if they win I'm a perfectly happy boy I put my bet in before the Kawhi Leonard news broke because it made a lot of sense for me so I already have the Lakers at 8 to 1 and the Clippers at 13 to 1 So for-
1: <laughs> is my mic not muted did you hear that
0: alright so as we wrap up here um, you know we've already got our bets in we've, we've said where we think it's going to land we're not expecting too much crazy what's your parting thoughts as we walk away from this
1: uh, I think that we got to keep an eye or at least I will be keeping an eye on the young players in this little playoff and in the playoffs this season um, I want to see what Luka looks like in the playoffs I want to see what John Morant looks like in the playoffs or Zion I'll take one of the two uh, but I, I want to see what they look like in this playoff because I feel like The format that they're going to go with—we're talking about how there's not going to be much rest between games—that favors young players. You know, they don't—young people don't need as much time to recover. Uh, So I want to see what what Luka Doncic looks like. I want to see what John Morant looks like. And, And I think they have a small advantage. It's not a huge advantage, but when your stars are the young players on your team. I think you have an advantage in a situation like this because they don't need as much time to ice up to get the massage, to get yep. the foam roller they, you know, they don't need all of that, that the older players need. So I, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes on the young stars in this little playoff.
0: Uh, it'll be a good time for them to shine. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing what the messages they come out. Uh, and as we wrap here, uh, what we're going to try to do on our end to spread not just awareness, but opportunity, um, uh, there, are, we're going to be going through some black-owned or minority-owned uh, companies that are prevalent throughout the United States that you may be able to tap into. Uh, again, this change isn't just social. It needs to be economic. So if you if you want to help make a change, um, there is an uh, app that has started up called Eat Okra, and it specializes in looking for a simple way to find black-owned restaurants in your city. Uh, this listing uh, will go through... Basically, everything in your county uh, has over 1700, um, 1,700 businesses listed and growing. Uh, it has a small following right now, but you can go find them on Twitter. You can find them anywhere. Eat Okra is the app. Uh, go ahead, download that. Give Show your support through economic means, uh, not only socially, but, but it can get out there and spend some money where it needs to be spent. Um, so that'll wrap us for today. Leo, where can people find you?
1: You can find me, Pick and Scroll, on Twitter or pickandscroll.com.
0: All right. You can find me, uh, Pick and Play 37 on Twitter. Uh, we will be, I think we're going to be dropping probably two pods next week. Um, we'll see what happens. But thanks for tuning in, everybody. And Have we will one. see you. Peace.